You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Jerry. All right, so we start this Wednesday uh, podcast, Alan Jerry with you yet again, uh, with the front page of one of the papers. One of them had um, the daily sports stuff and it shut down in New York. The other one had a picture of a man that said, you know, $200 a day to be homeless, essentially, that he makes quite a good chunk of change by being homeless. I have a theory on that, quite frankly. It's because he's got a beagle with him. Uh, yes, in fact, uh, yeah, he made that claim that he's a, he's a guy who... Uh, is on the streets, and he uh, survives on your donations, uh, but he does have a beagle with him, and he says that's why he makes more than the other homeless people, but the article said not only does he make, can he make, some of them were saying he can make $200 in the morning, mm-hmm. that he can make upwards of $400 a day being homeless on the street looking for money from passers-by. Which begs the question, you're probably not homeless, that's just your job. Right. He, in fact, uh, the guy that, that was profiled in the paper today, he he does rent a place now. Of course. Uh, not an expensive place, but he rents a place. But he says, yeah, having a dog, because he said there are some people, and we know this to be true, there are some people that, while they may not feel sorry for the man thinking, oh, he could go get a job. They do the animal. They feel sorry for the animal. He said people will throw him money and say, this is for the dog. Of course. Uh, could you imagine that your daily routine is to get up shower because clearly he's got somewhere to live at this point and go hang out in your favorite spot on the sidewalk whatever which is a horrendous life but when you're pulling in and this is cash money i'm sure his guy ain't paying taxes i mean this guy's pulling in fifty thousand. if what he's saying is true you're talking about fifty thousand dollars of untaxed money right that's like making 90 well when i was working at new in 2001 so way back 14 years ago uh, we had the naked cowboy on the show sure and off the air, he he stands in Times Square in his underwear and plays the guitar. And he has his cowboy boot out for you mm-hmm. to put tips in. Off the air, he told me he makes $95,000 a year. I believe that. I absolutely 100% believe that and wouldn't be surprised if it's more. Now, in his, you know, as he was saying, though, he's out there in January, February. and the life in he just, chose. In just his underwear. No, I'm saying he's got some, there is some pain to his his thing. But the bat now now the homeless guy in the paper today was talking about uh, that there are turf wars among homeless people mm-hmm. because there are certain areas of the city and certain corners which are great corners for people to give them money every day. I think this and I, I think you put me onto a documentary about turf wars for music uh, signs. Uh, you know when there are construction sites 
and places get boarded up, and that's yes. when all of a sudden you see the run of the music posters For or whatever. concerts and albums. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure It was sure not you, me. I would love to see that. I thought it was you. It was a great documentary about how if you don't know where you're going to put this sign up and you haven't cleared it with the right people, right. watch your back because right. these territories are marked, and it's really amazing. You just kind of walk by, and you don't think anything of it. Just like you see people on the street, you don't think anything of it, and yet here you have people arguing over my corner. Right. And and also, you were the one that told me about oh, what these guys pay to have their little um, pretzel stands oh, the hot and the dog hot carts. dogs. And, yeah, and then you got these jackasses and the food trucks that come up and just bogart the whole area. Yeah, I do not like the food trucks for that reason. Plus, they take up all of our parking spots, Jerry. I had a guy last week. I went out to feed the meter. I told, Maybe I told you, maybe I told Eddie this. I don't know. And it's whatever. It was 9.30 or something like that. I'm sorry, it was 10.30. And I go out to feed the meter at 10.15. And as I go up, he was parked in front of me, but in the road. There was no spot for him. He goes, hey, uh, could you move to the other side of the street? Uh, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I need the car. I've been here since 630 waiting for a spot. I, well, you haven't been because I came out to feed the meter an hour ago, first of all. Second of all, if I move this car and I lose that spot, I'm screwed. And I was concerned I was going to come out and the tires were going to be slashed. Right. <laughs> now, there's a lot of people around. But you know what I mean. Just got a little key the side door or something. Yeah, because the, the food trucks don't pay the licensing fee to be on the sidewalk like the hot dog vendors right. do. And those numbers are big. Yeah. And, the, yeah, like the guy, uh, the the fee when you're up by the um, some of the museums uh, in New York City, it's over $100,000 to have a Which license. to have Right, because think how many sodas and waters you have to sell. Right. And by the way, the soda's a dollar fifty. That he's not keeping a dollar fifty. Right. He's keeping a you know, maybe a dollar. He's still paying for it. Right. You probably used to get the uh, the sodas for a quarter if you're though. buying in bulk like that. It is crazy though. Then how about this, Jerry? So Joe's Crab Shack, which uh, they have locations in New Jersey and uh, around the country. Joe's Crab maybe Shack. There's one in Eatontown now. And check it out. So check this out. Joe's Crab Shack is um no longer having you tip their waiters and waitresses. I like this. They are going to pay them uh, about $14 an hour to be waiters and waitresses, and you are not to tip them. Uh, now, they're, they are increasing the the amount of money that the meals will cost by about 12%. Really? Yeah. That's how they're making up the lost wages for them. Yeah, but they think that uh, tipping is kind of absolute, absolute in that we don't, base our tip based on how our service was. We just tack on that you're either a 15% guy, an 18% guy, a 20% guy. And unless the service is super terrible or really outstanding, that's your tip range. I would agree with that, but true. Yes, if someone is spectacular, they are getting 25%. And if someone is awful, they're probably looking at 10%. Yeah. But the idea of, for me... That it's just a straight twenty percent or eight. I use that fifteen to twenty percent based upon actually how they do. If they're not that good, but they're you know they're competent, but they're just eh, they're getting fifteen percent. If they do their job right and they're not great, they'll get twenty. So I like that flexibility actually. Yeah, I like to. I'll I'll start normally. I'll do the math at twenty percent just because it's easier to do. Of course. So on on a fifteen dollar bill, it's easy to to say 15 times 2 is 30, that's $3. Mm-hmm. And if they were a, a little less than satisfactory, maybe I'll drop it a little. If they're a little more, I'll bump it a little. Right. But I, I need the 20% because that's easier to do the math. Now, have you ever had a job where tipping was involved? No. So I've told you this before. 
uh, Kim was maybe I didn't. Kim was a waitress at one point. Here's the problem with the tipping as as an employee, and this is where it gets really dicey. Now she never really dealt with this, but she had girlfriends that did. In a lot of cases, usually what happens is you get your tip. You don't keep your tip. Your tip goes into a pot, and at the end of the night, the tips get split up amongst the waiters and waitresses. The busboys get a little cut. And so while you may do an amazing job with one customer and they might give you 30%, that waitress ain't keeping 30%. Oh, yeah, that's not good. I don't like that. I happen to agree with you. And then what you run into is, well, who's actually putting an extra, you know, let's say someone gave me 25% and instead of getting the customary 17 or 18 or 20, I'm going to put that extra $2 in my back pocket. Well, why is that not going into the pot for everybody else? So that's why I like what Joe's Crab Shack is doing. That problem with it is, what is all of a sudden the incentive for the waiter and waitress to give a damn? Yeah, there's none, Jerry. There's not. Plus, you're going to have to put those signs all over the place to say, don't tip the waitresses. I would think you have to just because of your increased prices, no? Yeah. Well, why do people even realize it? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to write tip tip included next to every price there, especially in the beginning to get people to know sure. what's going on. And it's got to be it's got to be there on the I'm on the tip on the um on the check. It's got to be obvious. Yeah. No, I don't. Th- go ahead. Do you ever think of opening a restaurant? No. Like a sports bar being no, in I, this business? No, I no because I, I I know that those are the they fail the most out of anything. Sports bars or well, restaurants? just bars and restaurants in general. Bars close. I don't. I can't think of one bar in my area that's closed since the time I'm a kid. Honestly. Really. I've I, I've got a few that have moved, and in most cases have moved to bigger spaces and have done very well. I have a guy who listens to the show who's from our area. Uh, at least where I live, and has no experience in the bar business at all. And a buddy, he's got money, and a friend of his came to him and said, listen, there's a new shopping center redone. We're going to put a package goods place, small package goods, but a bar in the back. We're going to put up 10 TVs. It's going to be a nice bar, nine or 10 tables, not that big a deal. And he kind of wavered on it. He wasn't sure, eh, maybe, but it was a couple hundred thousand dollars he had to put up. It's a lot of money. Ultimately, he did it. He said a weekend he realized, why have I not done this sooner? Really? Because he's got he's also got his own business as well and cannot believe how much more money he's making from this as a one-third owner compared to his business where it's all him. I think anytime you're selling liquid, you're in good shape. Soda, water, beers, uh, hard coffee. alcohol, coffee. Because... When you buy in bulk, it doesn't cost anything. Right. What does coffee cost in bulk? Nothing. Right. Like they say, they say like the fast food places, McDonald's and all that stuff, they're able to sell you a uh, a $4 meal where you get everything because that soda costs them about a nickel. Right. Because it's syrup. And they're charging you $2 for it. So think of that across the country of all the fast food places, all the soda that they sell. Yep. And now they got these. I mean, have you seen these really cool Coke machines? Yes. It is. really is tremendous. Surf taco down uh, in Belmar. I've seen these. You're a surf taco guy. I do like the surf taco. You know who is a lunatic for surf taco? Who's that? Kevin Burkhardt. Is Monzo. Oh, well, Monzo seems like he'd eat most things. He does. But like if you go to his Twitter feed, that's his background. Surf taco. Surf taco. Oh. That's a little much, don't you think? It's really nice. I, 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 I tweeted one time from surf taco, and of course, whenever you do that, people tell you where you should be instead of surf of taco. Of course, of course. But surf taco was terrific. How about this? Now, when you tweeted, now you mentioned you were surf taco, so people knew. Yeah. How about Labor Day weekend? I took a generic photo. We went to a beach club down in LBI, and I don't even, I already forgot the name of it, but it was, it was awesome. It was really cool. 
beach area, nice pool, bars all over the place, crowded in the middle of the day, but not nuts, but really great feel to it. And so I took a picture of the palm trees, the beautiful blue sky, and there was literally along the right side portion, top corner of the picture, you could see the roof and maybe a little coloring of the siding to where it was like the ordering shack for the food, where they would then bring it out with a waiter or a waitress. So I posted that great way to finish the summer down the Jersey Shore. I had three people within three minutes were like, wow, you're at this place. down." I'm like, how the hell could you tell? And they actually knew where I was sitting and what I was looking at. Right. I was amazed. I found that same thing down there. They'd be like Spring Lake Boardwalk. Yeah. All I took a picture of was the wood. (laughs) How do you know that? Special wood in Spring Lake. (laughs) Yeah, very strange. But Surf Taco, uh, yeah, I like that. That they, but they have though. You're talking about the Coke machines, yes, where you can you can mix your cokes and your various drinks, and it's all in one machine. Perfect. It's remarkable. Cherry Coke, vanilla, whatever they've got. I like regular Coke. I like any machine where they trust you with the refills, and they'll give you as many as you want. You want to sit here forever? Refills. By the way, to your point, if that soda's costing us three cents. Your your uh, bladder is going to burst before it costs us any money. Right. But whenever there's the free refills that you get yourself, I I will always go back for the refill. Even if I'm not, I could be full. I don't want another drink. Even if you don't drink it. So I feel like I have to, I'm getting one over on the man if I get an extra drink. <laughs> getting one over on yeah. the man. That's so right. So are you the type then, have you ever gone on a cruise? Yeah, once. So were you young or in your adult uh, time? I was uh, my adult time, in my 30s. All right. So then are you the type... When you go to the buffet on yeah. a cruise, where you're just loading up, yeah, even loading if you don't up. eat it. Yeah, because I no, no, I, no, I don't like to waste okay. food. I don't like to waste. Soda is one thing, but food is a completely no. Different. So I, I, I will continue to go back to the buffet, but I won't overdo my plate on the first. So you'll just one. try a variety of different. Yeah, things. and then whatever I like, I'll go back because okay. I do feel bad about wasting food. I don't like that. My first cruise, we, Kim and I went on cruises back to back years, and then we went on a Disney cruise later when Matthew was like. Five, I think. But back-to-back years, before we had kids, we went on two cruises. The first year, I gained seven pounds on the cruise. Nice. Which was, I, I remember, I put, the day we had a disembark or whatever, the last day of the cruise, I woke up and I put shorts on that I started the cruise on. I'm like, what in the hell? Like, they didn't fit. I'm like, all right, so I had to go to the, you know, those sporty shorts with the elastic pants. I put those on. I'm like, that's fine. I got home, I gained seven pounds. The next year, completely different story. I used the, the food at the cruise. was like, you know what? I've got all this fresh fruit. I've got all this good food that I otherwise, at that point, would not eat. Had a nice week. Did not indulge except for the midnight pizza, which was phenomenal. But, my God, this the food and what people eat is unbelievable. It's almost fun just watching them. My parents uh, started le- yesterday, day one of a 12-night cruise. Now where? Caribbean? Yeah. I'm not going to recognize them when they get back. They're going to be fat. They might be. 12 days, a long time. 12 days of eating bad food, Jerry. Did they leave from Puerto Rico, Florida, New York? No, they York? like to leave from Bayonne because then oh, okay. there's no flight involved. Really convenient. Yeah, convenient. See, we look to do that once, too. The problem is the times and the days never yeah, lines work. up with our vacation. Right. It does work if we could just take off when we want, but because we're trying to mirror what the show's doing. Right, doesn't not that, work. Not easy at all. Hmm. Jerry, what's your favorite month? Is it maybe July because it's the summer? Or... I like July. What about December? That's coming up. That's December's that, fun. Know, Holiday. Christmas and yeah. the new year at the end of the year. Yep. What about free TV month? Love it. Free TV month. That's this month when you purchase any Samsung 9 Series 
SUHD TV, 55 inches or above, you get yourself a free 32-inch Samsung TV. That's like two for one, Jerry. That's awesome. And hurry, because this offer ends December 5th. Visit a participating Samsung SUHD retailer. Jerry, the Samsung 9 Series SUHD TV, it's the best way to 4K and the best TV Samsung has to offer. Yeah, how about this? Samsung's most superior level of color, contrast, and brightness. What about this, Jerry? Brighter, more true-to-life pictures with a wide range of colors. Oh, I got better than that. What's with that? With its immersive curved screen, immersive. every seat is a great seat. Did I mention, Jerry, that when you purchase any Samsung 9 Series SUHD TV, 55 inches or above, you get a free 32-inch Samsung J4000 series TV. You did, but I love hearing it. I'm glad you said it again. Hmm. While supplies last for free 32-inch model and any additional restrictions and limitations, see participating retailers or visit samsung.com slash free TV. Now, where would you put the smaller TV, the 32-incher? That's going to my office. You have an office. What yeah, are you doing I, in office, your office? What I work. do you do there? What, I, what, I work what? for Columbia. I got a lot of prep work I've got to do. You know, the, you know the deal with that. So then on your TV, you'd be watching highlights and that sort of thing? Oh, absolutely. Oh. I, what, game film? Game I'm film. I'm like Paul Dettino with the Giants. You're I breaking watch game down film. the game film. I'm breaking it down. You know what I like to do? I like to record. So like last week, Cornell played Dartmouth on Friday right. Night Football on NBC Sports Network. You'll DVR that. Right. Now I watch it back before I go to Cornell this weekend. I see. And I'll do that on my Samsung free 32-inch TV. Oh, well, while you're doing that, I'll be on the 55-inch curved TV in the living room. Love it. So let your family know I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, check this out. I'm thinking of getting one of these. Okay. It's a clip-in man bun. What now, what mean? is a clip-in man bun? Have you seen this new trend amongst guys that have longer hair? They they put their hair in a bun like, no, like I women haven't. do? You haven't. No. Why would a guy do that? I don't want to say, you know, Maddie Martin sometimes does Really? It. Yeah. They like, they put their hair up in the, in like a man, uh, I, there's no other way to say it's it a other than bun. a man bun. You know, like when a woman puts her head up, hair up in a bun? Yeah, absolutely. Well, men with longer hair, I, uh, Noah Syndergaard I saw do it, uh, Jacob deGrom had sort of a huh. man bun going on. Now, if you can't do that because your hair is not long enough and I'm bald. You're bald. They have a clip-in man bun. That you can buy the man bun. See, it just looks like a ball of hair, and it mm. clips into your existing hair. What are you clipping yours so onto? You can have. Well, I, I would need to glue mine in. <laughs> I don't know if you're a Groupon kind of guy, but Groupon nah. has the clipping man bun for nine ninety nine. You could get it in black, brown, or blonde. I don't even know what Groupon is. Me I've neither. seen it. What the hell is it? Really? I think it just gives you like different internet deals. Great. Yeah, the Groupons. By the way, I guarantee you, if I go to Groupon, I probably have an account. Uh, your wife may, not to be stereotypical, but no I think that's a woman. That's no, a, chance. no chance you've got a group on. You would know about it. Want me it. to check? Yeah. As you do this ridiculous story, which I guess yeah. is kind of neat if you need. How do, so it's group on, like group on? Yeah, that's right. All right. Let's see. Groupon.com. The, the clip-in man bun is a version of bun clip-ins that have been sold to women for many years, Jerry. Well, see, but that it I makes understand because most women have long hair. Yeah, it makes you look like a hipster. A hipster. Yeah. This actually, if I, here's what I'm thinking, though, about this uh, clip-in man bun. If I grew my hair out, the the place where I, the reason I don't grow my hair out to normal man lengths yeah. is because the bald spot in the back is larger on me, mm -hmm. and it would look ridiculous. That's exactly where the clip-in man bun would go, though. So you could, Right on top of my bald spot. So if I grew in my other hair. So you could cover up the donut hole. Right. So instead of getting a toupee, which looks ridiculous, yes. 
Although George Costanza wore it well. I actually liked no, the way he looked I, in I, that I, show mm. with it. I did. And the real actor, Jason Alexander, wears a toupee. Does he really? In real life. And I heard him interviewed on Howard Stern a couple months back, and he said he was going for uh, other acting roles, and they kept saying, you look too much like George. So in his real regular life, he started wearing the, not the man bun, but a toupee, so that that was just the way he always looked from now on. Isn't that amazing, though, that the amazing success he had doomed his success going forward? I wouldn't want to do anything else. All I want is to have enough money to not work. You're right, but there are certain people, and I've always said this, if I didn't have to work, I've already got my week. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. No problem. There are people out there that honestly would have no clue what to do with themselves. I would get up uh, and have coffee. Well, there you go. There's your day. Read, coffee. Read Twitter. Oh boy. Right. Oh boy. So this then is I different would, so far how from a regular day. Well, I, on, on a, it's not different <laughs> from any weekend for me. Then I would go to the gym for a little bit. Right. Then I'd come back. I'd try to figure out how to play the piano keyboard that I have. Right. So like far, I'd this is your normal that. day. <laughs> yeah. So far, normal. Then maybe I'd go to like Target, just roam around, see if there's anything You'd I needed. You'd be bored in four days. Yeah. You know what's amazing, though, is what you're saying. I say that a lot. What's amazing? What I, is ama- I, I gotta Isn't relax. it amazing? It's not really amazing. What's interesting about what you kind of bring to light, and mm-hmm. I've said this to you, too, before, when we've been off yeah. and I don't necessarily have anywhere to go and I'm not going away. Yes. The idea of what we do is taken so much for granted by us, I believe. I don't think we realize it until you can highlight how much free time we have in a day. Granted, lack of sleep. I'm not saying we don't. That's the one benefit. But if you think about, you could, every day if you wanted to. Right. You like to hang out. You get your work done. You go get lunch. That's great. And good for you. You work your eight hours. No one's stopping you from walking out of here at, say, 1045 every day. 1030 if you want. Right? You're home at 11 o'clock. If you were off... You're probably not waking up till 9 o'clock anyway. Right. You're not ready to do anything by till that time anyway. So how is anything different? Yeah, there were there were a couple. I've been with the CBS radio here in New York for 14 years. Right. So uh, twice I worked at the corporate office as my full-time job, which was like a 9 to 5, 9 to 6 type job. Sure. And when I did those jobs, I did, I would thought, how does anyone do anything, anything. during the week? Right. You're leaving at... Seven seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. If you're lucky, most people six o'clock. And you're getting home at six thirty at night. I, what are I, you doing anything? When I worked for Mike and Chris, I yeah. was the board op for six months before I got the overnight update uh, anchor job. And so it was the first time in my life that I had a well, that's not true. And I was running the warehouse, I had a nine to five job, which was more like eight to eight, which was insane, but it was a short time. I remember getting that job and it was so awesome. Oh, this is great. But then I very quickly realized I was taking a eight oh seven train in the morning. And I was getting home at 8 o'clock at night. Maybe, in, I'm sorry, 8.47 I was getting home at night with all the subways and the transfers. And I remember three months in, I'm like, there's got to be a better way. Monday through Friday is garbage. And then you, I was working Saturday mornings as well, 6 to noon, to make extra money. And then you had Sunday, and now I'm thinking about Monday. And then I remember when Mark and Eric pulled me into the office to say, you know, we like some of the work you've been doing part-time anchoring on Saturday night overnights. That's when my weekends really got shot to hell. And they said, we're going to have you do weekend um, weeknight overnights. My first thought was, holy crap, I'm done Friday morning at 6 a.m. I've got Friday. And I'm like, actually, I've got every day now. And I'm for three months, or maybe it was three months, for years, until my sleep deserted me, I was the happiest person in America, I swear to God. Yeah, now we get no sleep. We don't get any sleep, but we can still go to the barbershop if we want, and there's no one there. No one there, Jerry. We can go shopping, there's no one there. Food shopping, no one there. All of it. Hmm. It's pretty good. 
We shouldn't take this stuff for granted. No, I will not take it for granted, Jerry. <clears throat> I was talking to you about the man bun before. <laughs> you love a man bun. I tell you, you love where, man stuff. I tell you where I can't get a man bun is at touchofmodern.com because they have stuff real men want, and real men don't want man buns. Real men want the latest electronic gadgets. So true. Real men want things to hang on their walls that will impress chicks when they come over. Sexy home decor. Uh-huh. Real men want fashion, like what types of shoes should they be wearing? What What are the cool watches that we could be wearing? You know why? You'll get noticed. You'll get noticed, Jerry. And I find all of those things at touchofmodern.com. And I also, I have a smartphone. Do you? Uh, I do, and I have the app on my phone because you was, told me to get it, and it's awesome. I was awesome. just going to say that, yeah. The touchofmodern.com app, and what you do is when you're bored, you just start scrolling through it. Like, I'll do it sometimes when I'm in line at the supermarket. Yes. And then I'll, like, buy a watch. I was at the doctor's office last week going through all the new cool stuff. It's yeah. great, and I'm excited because the holidays are coming. There's so much stuff on there, but you got to act fast. Why is that? Well, you have to act fast because oh. new sales literally launch Every day. So touchofmodern.com is the one website to discover and elevate your lifestyle in that single click. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great place to find unique things and gifts for people. I never have any idea what to get dudes for Christmas or the holidays. Like Boomer and Craig, no idea what to well, get Well, now them. guess what? No problem. Right, and it won't be something that you'll also get. Well, you might get it because you'll be on touchofmodern.com. Yeah, but I think we have different ideas and they have so we many do. different things. I think we'll be okay. Hmm. I see. Right now, Jerry, <laughs> listeners can get immediate access. Just sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow they change out all the products. It'll all be different because that's how life rolls in the fast lane. And if two people know about the fast lane of life, it's me and Jerry. I mean, we're animals. <laughs> yeah. Now what do you do the rest of the day, Jerry? What will you do? I'm uh, going to Columbia today. Uh-huh. have an interview with Al Bagnoli as we get set for Oh, Cornell. he's their uh, starting quarterback. That is correct. They Al play Bagnoli. Cornell on Saturday. He's the head coach. He's oh, not he's the quarterback. The Mort- Marty Morningwig's son is the quarterback. Is that Skyler right? Skyler Morningwig, as a matter Skyler of fact. Skyler Morningwig. Yeah, so I'll be doing that uh, this afternoon, watch a little practice, get home about 5 o'clock. Uh, and hopefully go to bed by 7. Because <laughs> I didn't sleep much last night. Do you sometimes just wave to your wife in the living room? Uh, last night she walked in. I went to bed. Oh. So uh, have a nice day. Have a better tomorrow. Oh, thank you, Jerry. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.